This podcast is for CAD managers in their pursuit for the perfect set of plans. Each week, we'll be doing deep dives into what CAD managers deal with every day as they manage and mentor their CAD team, build and enforce standards, develop best practices, and provide leadership and vision in the implementation of new technologies. With an extensive career as a CAD manager, I'm here to confess all my lessons learned, strategies, and all my project delivery secrets. If this sounds like the right place for you, then let's get started. I'm your host, Eric DeLeon, and welcome to the CAD Manager Confessions Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the CAD Manager Confessions Podcast. In this episode, I'm continuing my next masterclass series by interviewing another fellow CAD BIM professional. I'd like to introduce my next guest, Adam Black. Adam is from the Brisbane, Queensland, Australian area. Adam is a former CAD manager, a senior CAD technician, entrepreneur, and the creator of the Auto Menu CAD system. Welcome to the podcast, Adam. Hello, Eric. Nice to, nice to finally talk to you, man. It's really good. Really, really good. I mean, I've been very excited about this. It's, um, I've been very excited finding your podcast. It was, it's really fired me up again, which it's not like I needed to be fired up again, but it's really fired me up again. Yeah, well, it's great to hear it. And let me tell you, um, one thing that I, I'm excited about, and I'm always excited about, I, mean, I think I think you yeah. get that from listening, right? I, I think the good CAD guys are always excited about CAD anyway. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, again, is we may walk in similar shoes, but all of our journeys, I mean, I've done over 35 interviews now yeah all the journeys are different and it makes me excited because again for myself it's very selfish i get the front row seat to talking to some amazing professionals across the world and so once again thank you for being a part of this and thank you for your um your dialogue online on linkedin and things like that you've been a a great advocate for the podcast i appreciate i appreciate that and just your attentiveness to all the i think you've binged all the podcasts to this point yeah, um, I have. I'm, I'm right up to date yeah, yeah and you know and you do it you're doing a really good job of just listening interacting with the former guests so with that as a creator thank you thank you for your participation because without that i can't do what i do and the podcast can't get the exposure that it does um, without people like you um, interacting. So once again, yeah. I really appreciate that. Well, that's what it's all about. And that's the excitement part of it. Um, I got off Facebook a couple of years ago. Um, and yeah, I haven't really been onto any social media, but I've slowly over the last year or so just got more into LinkedIn because I'm all you know, entrepreneurial and I'm all about business. I'm all about CAD. And I like the idea of evolving um, business ideas. And LinkedIn is a real place for me. Interesting stuff comes through. It's amazing what you see there. Yeah, for sure. And again, little, little gold gems, I call them. Just <laughs> screenshot, keep that one. Yeah. But again, at the at the end of the day, right, just like anything else, I mean, it's LinkedIn is what we what all of us collectively put into it. We, we put in good stuff. We're going to get out good stuff. And of yeah. course, there's, there's a lot of garbage out there as well. But as long as we do our part within our circle, of influence and community, I mean, we could definitely make it a special place uh, for but people. But the thing is, it. Eric, 
The thing is, Eric, I've already only just it's only been about a month since I've stumbled across your 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 podcast and really got excited and getting and more active on LinkedIn. Already the friendliness of the CAD managers that I've connected with is amazing, you know. It is. Um especially the American ones. The Americans are very <laughs> Australians and Americans are very different in in one sense that that in Australia we have a bit of a tall poppy syndrome culture here. It's a bit it's a bit of a problem. Um and it's well it's well known where people don't like people who try to be better or be better than themselves or better themselves and everything. Where I became aware many years ago, Americans as generally as a culture, they applaud success and they'll actually they'll come along and lift you up. Where in Australia they'll more often and they're not try and pull you back down again. Hey, don't don't you try and be better than us. Interesting. Well, yeah. That's good to know. I mean, <laughs> and again, that's the part I like about, you know, I've had a couple of guests on the UK. Again, you're the first part of Australia. I've had a couple of Canadian. So it's interesting to hear the dynamics of the different regions around the world. So, but again, yeah. that's what I, that's what I, and I think you get this as well. I know I am a part of a very special community within the CAD BIM management and this is the CAD BIM community in general. We are a special community, mate, that we don't even know how, they don't even know what to call us really. Yeah. Yeah, they still haven't quite figured what we are. Um, there's no university degrees, there's no nothing. It's just like, okay, we need you guys, but we don't know how to where to put you and what you do. What, how to classify you and what to pay you and the whole thing because we, you know um, it's an unknown. This is a one. This is the biggest issue with the industry is that all this technology on your screen, and whilst they can come and look over your shoulder, they're only seeing a small snippet of what this thing can do. Yeah, we have more of an understanding of how it drives and what makes it work, but they only see a small understanding, and and that's all they base all their decisions and views and comments on you know, because that's all they can do it's not their fault um, but it's a it's a real challenge and you know you know it is everybody knows it, and that it's interesting to see your podcast and hear people from over there talking about the same challenges we have here i thought yeah. it was just specific to australia sort of thing, you know <laughs> no but i think that's again that's that's the reason why i create this podcast um it's my way to just connect with people. Um, you know, I've had a, I don't have as long as career as you have, but I have, yeah. I've had an amazing career. It uh, allows me to, you know, share a little bit of what I know, but also just yeah. to hear the stories from folks like you. So, so well, what I, what Eric, I, I hope it, um, I hope it um, gets out and becomes very successful. I'm here to support you and, and help it specifically because I'm hoping that somebody or some bodies here what we're, we're talking about because we're all talking about the stuff that we've been trying to talk to them personally at work for years and they're not listening to the degree <laughs> that they need to or yeah. understanding to the degree they need to i'm hoping that if they see this as a collective and you see the pattern of all the conversations and see those patterns in the conversations they might go okay i better start listening to my cad manager a bit more yeah for sure now one of the things that before we get into the the um the que the regular questions is yeah briefly because i know we could probably go on this for a long time is i'm just intrigued of this again you you've been very 
you and I have had almost a daily dialogue, I think, since you found the podcast, which I, I love it. I love chatting with you and yeah. others like you. You got a good and, sense of humor. I like it. Okay, well, and thank it, you. And, it's, and it comes across, and it, that's another reason why you're good at what you do, because you, you, you're very comfortable and easy, approachable, and it's like I almost feel like I've known you forever. Yeah. Well, I've been yeah. in your I've been in your earbuds for over over 50 hours probably by all the podcasts yeah. you listen to. Yeah. So. But again, that's um, again, that's probably the biggest compliment you could probably give me. So I really do appreciate that because I really do try one um, well, to, you are to be trying. myself. <laughs> yeah, you are trying and you're succeeding. And I think you'll succeed very well because you're a natural and, and you've got the passion and the drive. And if anyone can do it, mate, it's you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, so in the dialogue and doing research with you and the things that you shared with me, I'm really intrigued again, um, trying to honor your time as well, because I know you and I could probably talk for hours yeah, and it's, we, yeah. and I know it's really early over there in Australia right now. So oh, I'm fully wound up, mate, forget the time. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, um, just real briefly, if you can explain, um, this auto menu cat system that you've developed, coined, crafted over your career, and this 20,000 hours of research and development of all of, of collectively over your career. Now, explain this CAD system, but also just what are some general thoughts that at, out of all those hours that you've put in, what is there yeah, any consensus, sure. oh, yeah, yeah, any yeah. consensus that you've come up with? And again, Again, yeah, if you could just kind of explain yeah, that a little sure. bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Um, okay, um, once again, we've only got an hour, so I'll have to try and keep it short. But um, even though I'm six foot seven, but you know, uh, yeah, um, that's just an old joke. Don't worry about that one. Um, yeah, well, it, it, I took up CAD. I've been in the, in the industry for 43 years, um, early years on the board and, and pen and paper and things like that, as you know. Um, I took up CAD when Windows 3.1 came out uh, because I'm a very visual person and the old DOS thing to me was just like, no, stuff that. Eight years of CAD. In 2003, I was working for a company. Um, it's just a CAD technician, drafter. And two bosses, one, one, one I got was really close to, the other one who I worked with on a daily basis. He was a contentious person. And... Um, they exposed me to the first custom AutoCAD I'd ever seen. Until then, I didn't know you could customize AutoCAD. I'd seen all the things, but I didn't realize what you could do with it. And I, I saw a custom, and that opened my eyes up. Anyway, working there for a couple of years, and, uh, and one day the boss came in, and, it's, and then he'd come in the weekend and opened up some drawings and printed them out, and they were, were wrong because of the way of the non-path XREFs he'd used and the way they stored their their versions. It, it just it, long story, but he talked about it and I showed him what the problem was. I said, oh, you did this and, and it created this problem. And then you actually, it's even though you opened it from here and then decided to go open and look for another version of the drawing, you were still referencing the original XREF. So it, it was wrong and he didn't pick it up. And he, he sort of got very frustrated with it and said, oh, you're smartest. What do you know? And walk, walked off. And you know, I wasn't upset by that because that was just him. And I was just... Um, Thinking about it while I'm working away, I'm thinking, hmm, the last two years, eight years, I think I've learned a lot. I think I know a lot. So I literally went home that night and sat down and started developing what I later um, labeled my auto menu system. 
And it was mainly, I sat down and wrote down some rules to start with. I wanted to you know, define some rules of how, how to control the CAD problems. And the rules was one of the first things I drafted. And originally it was 12 rules. I recently only just added 13, my lucky number. And um, so I started with these rules and those rules became the foundation of the, the system. And then I started looking at each of those rules and investigating the software and testing and R&Ding it to finding out what's the best way to achieve the best version of those rules. And that's what I, that's what I come up with. And um, then once I did that, I started looking into CUI customizing and creating my interface because I wanted to have the workflow on the screen. I quickly realized I wanted a certain size monitor it started off as a 24-inch, and then as they, as they put the bigger monitors, I've now got two 32-inch HP monitors, and um, I've finally found the ultimate size screen, and even bigger than that, and you need to take a cut lunch from one side to the other. It's um, too much, so that's the beautiful size of the screen. And the beautiful part of it is, is you're working, you're working virtual space area of AutoCAD, and all the pellets and buttons and um, ribbons around the edge is the size of an A3, so it works well on the screen. So you're looking at, we generally work in A3 now and here in Australia as paper prints. We don't do the big um, A1s or AOs anymore. And so it's A3, so you're working in real time. You see this on the screen and you can see what your drawing is gonna look like in real time right there. And so the whole system is very complete as far as all those things. You know, the system has to go under 32 inch monitors now, otherwise it doesn't work because it, 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 the toolbars get lost and very rudimented you know everything's exactly where i want it to be as you're clicking things and i'm as i'm working and i get into a bit of a rhythm power user as you call it as we call it i get to a point where i can be entering a keyboard command or doing something on the keyboard and i know a dialogue will be popping up and i already know where that dialogue's popping up and i already know that the default button is what i want so i just go enter enter and it's just boom boom and disappears and so everything's actually, as soon as, they, see, I'm not one of these people who, I watch people all the time on the screens, they're constantly moving their windows around. I'm thinking, oh, I couldn't stand that. Yeah, where is that thing? Where they're looking around, wasting time looking for it. I want to know where I'm going before I even start looking where I'm going. So it's just a big system. It's a complete system. It's multidiscipline. It takes care of, you know, all your structural, architectural, electrical, you know, all your disciplines. So it's a big system. Um, and it's taken me a long time to develop it. Um, it will never be finished because nothing like this is ever finished. But it's, I use it, I've been using it now, variations of a hybrid of it in my work, daily work now with, with my contracting for since about 2005, I'd say. And it works great. And I've really developed my processes with it. And, and I love it. I, I tell people when I get job interviews, if I can't bring a hybrid of this version of my auto to here and use it, I don't want the job because I can't work without it anymore. I just can't. So what, so with that um, has very intriguing. And the fact that you've been able to find the right, I think this goes into, I think your, your personality, uh, you know, you kind of, told me a little bit about your personal personality and things like that, who you are, and the fact that you were able to figure out the right screen size to be able to do your A3 sheet size. So that way, 
what you see is what you get literally on the screen that's fantastic well that's it a, makes it yeah. e it, it also makes it easier to manage as a cad manager you're not dealing with multiple screens and multiple interfaces and therefore everybody making their own interface i wanted in an ultimate cad environment i should be out of the office or at home or whatever and someone ring me and say oh you know um, i need to do this with and i can just say because i've got a chart of the screen of all the buttons and everything and all the layout and i've got a drawing that um i've made the toolbar just numbers a1 a2 a3 a b1 b2 b and i can just say go to b2 button on the civil on the civil menu and they just can go straight there yeah I don't have to try and guide them to this button that's you know, I, you know a bit further over, a bit further down. I just go look at the chart, go to B2 on civil, and um, that's the tool you want. Yeah, interesting. That's, again, I think part of the challenges of CAD management and CAD support and CAD administration, I mean, however you want to slice it, there's many yeah. flavors to it. Yeah. But sometimes our challenges is being able to speak the same language in that when we're communicating with our end users, our counterparts is, you know, go here to do this. Mm. And like you said, right, if the environment is set up differently, we have to then do another layer of documentation, another layer of training, because then not everything's the same. And so we have to kind of pre-plan and get ahead of those nuances, right? The best that we yeah. can, so that way we can articulate that thing. And that's one, it's one of the big things I find fascinating in the development of your custom tools, because again, it it nails all that down. It's so prescriptive that you can- Well, it's not only nails it down, but I've ordered it in, in workflows. Yeah. So you start over here and, and you yeah. might miss some buttons if you don't need those workflows, but you can actually figure out your workflow by looking at the buttons and go, okay, well, I need to bring an XREF in here and then I need to bring an image and, and it goes through the workflows and you want you get to the end, you you're inserting all the all the you know um scale bars and the and the, and the tags and the thing like that with the finished product sort of thing. So yeah. it's it's a process. Yeah, I think what I want to do after this after this interview today is um maybe you and I could plan another Zoom when it's not mm -hmm. Three o'clock yeah, in the morning. More than happy. More than happy. And I love to just kind of see, kind of see this in action. I know you sent me screenshots and things like that, yeah, but yeah. anyway, that's on. That's a that's another podcast. Yeah. Episode. Well, as I say to management when I'm trying to convince them to roll this out and to give me the support and and, and the um the authority to roll this out properly. Yeah, for sure. As I well, say to them, you give me an hour of um, give me a day of your life, and I'll change your whole company. That's but it. That's, uh, that's I've, no one's ever accepted the challenge yet. We're too busy. You know the yeah. old saying, we're too busy? Yeah. And my reply is, um, yes, that's why you're busy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like it's almost like you're um, – it's almost like we, you can't afford not to do – so, so that, so that falls into my – I, I have one of my truths is the right things to do the right thing. And so yeah. this is one of those instances where – to lose an hour, to lose eight hours or whatever it is to develop this, just say a day, right? You come in, do whatever. It's like you almost can't afford not to do it if it's going to save you whatever. It, that's a, it's a whole compounding effect, right? I this, know eight, it is. this eight hours will do that. But yet, now let me tell you this, because you probably ran into this over your career. I still find it fascinating that as much as we are in our industry is about numbers, 
and I'm air quoting, uh, you can't see me on Zoom, but I'm air quoting, you know, we so concerned about the numbers. However, when it comes to things like this, like CAD, this is where I feel like we're very misunderstood because if, if we're so concerned about the end product, the numbers, blah, 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 right? There's a whole big list that we, that we say that we're concerned about, but yet we don't put the time into things like this, the development of our platform, the development of the training that we need, the development of our CAD, our mm -hmm. CAD professionals. Uh, I hundred percent agree with you, mate. It's, 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 an, it's, wild, it's, it's obviously wild, a global, right? it's obviously a global problem. Yeah, for sure. It's a real problem. Um, it's a case of, I've written a paragraph at the end of my CAD manual, which was there you know, back in 2005, and I've rewritten it several times since. And it's trying to explain in this paragraph that to do things a certain way, that's inefficient because you couldn't be bothered to actually um, apply yourself to learn a better way means that you're going to be working hard on that process for the rest of your life. When all you have to do is apply yourself for for a month, and yeah. all of a sudden that process is now easy for the rest of your life. Yeah, and, and people don't do it; they just stick in there. Oh, I've shown so many people um, process, and they go, "Oh, wow, that's amazing!" And then they just go back to their old way. Yeah, you think? Uh, no, I mean, it's stressful, mate. Um, you know, I, when I have control over the process, CAD is beautiful. It's an, it's an art. I yeah. feel like a conductor on an orchestra. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It is. It really is. It, good CAD is very exciting and very enjoyable to do, and um, to see those drawings. Back in the before I started CAD in the early '90s, in my manual drawing days, I companies, uh, not companies, but authorities, you know, DOTs and authorities we did projects for, used to think well, my manual drawings were CAD drawings. They were so precise. They said, "Oh, these are CAD drawings. Uh, they're manual drawings." But that's how I've always been super precise. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things. And again, I want to get into the questions here in a second. But yeah, that's one of the things I know, and I know you've heard me say this: is that lost that last that lost art of drafting. Exactly. And and it's not necessarily oh we need to be doing stuff on the board. It's just more, and I think this is what gets lost when we talk about people process technologies in CAD. I also like to throw in their mindset. Because mm -hmm. it's really about how we approach, you know, how you approached and others manual drafting. Because you only had so much space, right? Unlike and if you now, made a mistake, and if you, as you know, you talk about if you made a mistake, it, it, you'd be spending half a day scratching it out with the blade and smoothing it down to redo it again. Correct. And so, but so with that, right? So with that came an appreciation of the process, mm. and so. But we've, I think we've lost that because you can draw, delete, oh, copy, have. paste, array, yeah. right? So, and you can make as many sheets as you want. And again, you guys could have done that back in the day in manual board, but we were more thoughtful in how we approached our work and the mindset of, of the process and the accuracy of trying to, and as little as sheets as possible, convey the design to the contractor so that way it could be built, you know, as designed but, but, and engineered but not just convey it eric um what there's a mindset and you know the mindset everybody does um well, that's good enough it'll get the job done yeah it will get the job done but me personally if i was out on site and looking at drawings that were messy and badly put together and you know 
leaders all over the place and nothing lined up and, and you know, that's a drawing you don't want to read you and you know this is difficult you know where if you make it nice and controlled and everything it naturally and i've seen it i've seen people gravitate to it they want to read it because oh wow that's you know this looks beautiful and they you know more into reading it because it looks impressive so it's very important you get the people out on site to read your drawing because if they don't they're just going to make it up yeah and so again i, I you and i could probably jam yeah. for hours so yeah. let's get Let's get to some Let's questions here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you kind of alluded to some of this already, but again, we'll go yeah. through some of this and you can fill in the yeah. blank. So I'll try and keep them short and sweet, buddy. Yeah, if we can. If not, again, uh, it is what it is, but also want to honor. I know it's early over there as well. So yeah. um, where do you work? And I guess, what do you do? Well, I, I'm a contractor. I like the contractor lifestyle and done most of my career as contracting because I like the variety. That's why I'm multidisciplined and I know know so many much about so many disciplines and how to draft them to a good standard. And um, so I work for myself. I have a company called Machine Enterprises, and I just contract through to different companies, get 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 contracts. Like I'm just finishing a two month one now over the weekend, and that's why I like it. I have had a couple of roles where permanent roles where I took on permanent roles because they were camp management roles. But they didn't work out, yeah. Boom bust economies and things like that. That they didn't work out, so they had to sort of walk away from them. Um, so that's what my do my work do for work. Now we talked about a little bit about you know you've had a an amazing career, just longevity, doing lots of different stuff. Um, so you know, how long have how long how long have, have you been in CAD management through through the years? Well, I really started my journey with the auto menu back in 2003. That's where I started the CAD management role because I realized as a, I, was just a, I was just a drafter back then, but I was constantly being hit with these problems and these constant problems every day and, and everybody else was and then everyone's stressing about it. And eventually I thought, nah, I know the answer to some of these things, most of these things. And, and, and that's why I decided to start doing the auto menu and the, um, that R&D. I haven't had a lot of CAD management roles, probably because I am a contractor and I haven't stayed at a company long enough to think, oh, he's good, put him in put him in the position. I'm sort of more hoping that someone will see me and go, come and work for us as our CAD manager. But they, you know, they, it's a trust thing. You know, often I find that a lot of CAD managers get the role because they're their best employee and their most loyal employer and they're pretty good at what they do, not because they're the best at what they could do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so I've had a couple time, of men, cat yeah. management roles. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time though, right? I mean, you have I, again. I guess this is um, yeah. But at the same time though, I mean, you have the opportunity to also apply for these jobs. I mean, if you wanted that, it sounds like you like the contracting uh, gig. But it's all about positioning as well, because oh, you I've, have. I've, I've applied for a lot of cat management yeah. jobs, but they just yeah, they haven't put me on. That's interesting because you just have because they can't they can't see what I um, what I'm trying to explain to them doesn't yeah you know half an hour you know we've got an hour here <laughs> they usually give me half an hour I usually stress it out to two hours and they still can't see what I can do yeah that's crazy and that think that's part of also uh, along with my career because I've done I've done a lot of stuff on purpose to be able to position myself um, I like to say as a, and I guess as an authority in this in this market. Um, you know, when you think of CAD management, I'm hoping 
when my career is done, you know, my name is up there with a lot of the OGs yeah. that yeah. Yeah. that yeah. Have, that are in the industry now. But uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. I think long... you're on your way. I think well, with you. this podcast and everything, I think you, yeah, you'll, yeah, I think you're on your way. You, you, you've got the right attitude, and that's 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 the most important thing. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, but again, same time though, I've also been in places where I felt like I've also, and I think you will, uh, will, um, I like assume that you're going to um, be able to understand this and appreciate is that, you know, I, I felt like at some points in my career, I've also been misunderstood. Like you said, you try oh, to, mate. you know, you try yeah. to, you know, for me, cause that's, I've done that's my life. That's my life. <laughs> my, my too. And because, and the only reason why is because for myself, um, like on LinkedIn, um, one of my big, one of my opening lines on my profile was I'm not your typical CAD guy because, you know, I've done CAD, I've done design, I've done visualization, I've done LIDAR, I've done marketing, I've done sales, I've done project delivery with design build projects and things like have that. Have you done right? website building? Yes, I have. I do yeah, that. Of course you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and podcasting and things like that, right? And so, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I actually had actually, and again, this is a this isn't about me. This is about you, but this is a great story of. Oh no, it's about know, both of us, mate. It's, you know, it's about both of us. Yeah, and so that I actually went to a place where I was looking to pivot in my in the job that I was at, and. I had great, great relationships with people. And I had a former coworker that a former colleague that's at this new, at this other at the engineering firm. And he was excited. He was excited. Like, oh man, that'd be sweet. You, we get to work together again, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I went through five rounds of interviews because I, I, again, I've done a lot throughout my career. So they had me talk to all these different groups and I'm like, oh, I gotta, they do everything I do. I've done in my past, I feel like I was a shoe in. Mm. And anyway, the ops manager for the ops manager for their Oregon office came back to me and says, you know, I just don't know what where we would put you. And I'm like, okay. Like I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with somebody like you because you've done so yeah, much. And right. then my and my buddy goes came back to them. He's like, he's like, dude, I'm sorry, man. Afterwards, he's like, they're stupid. He's like, I told him just let Eric get here. He'll find his own work. He knows how to do that. He knows how to network. He knows how to connect the dots and find the needs. And uh, but anyway, so that's just one of my. It's one yeah. of those badge of well, honors. I have, I, have I, guess. Similar, I have a very similar story to yours. Yeah. Is, is that you know that I went down the road of multidiscipline and the auto menu thinking I'll just be you know that just you know grab me and come on board sort of thing. <laughs> Boy, have I been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy though, but anyway, nonetheless, yeah. we're both here now, and yeah. I, th no, I think I'm, I'm not going to give up, mate, until um, yeah. the, the fat lady sings, basically. Yeah, fair enough, man. So yeah. I know you alluded to this a little bit already. This is probably one of my favorite questions to ask my guests. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, again, we don't we have an hour. You've been doing this for a long time, sir. Um, so, what is your CAD origin story? Where did your career in CAD start from? What sparked it, and what continues to fuel? Um, you doing what you do today? Yeah, you know, I only realised a couple of years ago that I came from a five siblings, middle middle child, five siblings, and we had the biggest Lego set of anybody we knew in at school. Anyway, we we had a, a trash can full of Lego, and on for hours on rainy days and on weekends, we would just tip it out on the floor and be building stuff. You know, the, all all the five kids just interacting, playing, and I realised only a couple of years ago that. 
because I've always, uh, for interviews in the last 20 years, people have said, you know, what's your greatest strength? I said, well, I've got two greatest strengths. One is my adaptability. And secondly is my understanding of built concepts where I can look at something that I've never worked with or worked on before and look and go, hmm, I get that. I can work with that. And that needed to be have my hand held all the way to understand what I'm dealing with. I got into the resource mining industry back in 2005 for the first time up until then I was in infrastructure all my life. And in the interview, they saw my portfolio, which you've seen some of my work, and they were very impressed by the 3D stuff because they were a 3D company, which was pretty rare in those days. And um, they said, oh, we'll get, we want you on. You know, they were really keen. And they said, oh, but you know, you've got a bit of a learning curve because you never worked in resources before. And I sort of yeah, went, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, within, they had 100 drafters or plus, plus drafters there, had drafters. And within three months, they came to me and said, look, can you head up our um, business and project development group, which was the group that was involved in doing the presentations for the clients to win jobs? And there I was, a guy who never worked in the resource industry in my life, but I was so excited by it. It's everything I saw and the size and the magnitude and the technology, I just it just drove me and I just absorbed it like a sponge. And so what part, so I guess I want to go back. Oh, to... so I haven't finished, have I? Sorry, buddy. No, yeah. Um, see, I'm trying to finish. I'm trying not to ramble on. No, you're good. Sorry. I'm, origin, I'm, uh, origin story. Or, so continue. Yeah, origin story. Yeah, you're probably thinking, what, what, where's the rest of the story? <laughs> okay, the, so that was the beginning of my origin story, I believe, because that taught me in my head 3D visualization and how things go together and how to put things together and pull them apart and make things, you know, in my head. Then in school, I wasn't very good because I've got very, you know, typical, stereotypical, autistic, dyslexic, asperger's, you, whatever label you want to give it. Um, traits and one of them is dyslexic so I struggled at school pretty bad with re reading writing and arithmetic the things I did well at school with was visual things metalwork metal shop technical drawing so I left I left school in grade 10 and the only thing I did well in grade 10 at, at the end of grade 10 when I left was metal shop which I got 76% for the year and technical drawing which I got 99% for the year so I was destined to be a draftsman. You know, that's where I was going. My father was a builder and I already knew about plans and things like that. So I've seen him around. So that's where I sort of got on, onto it and um, started my career out of school, all self-taught, haven't done university, haven't done anything. Everything I know is from my computers. I can pull a computer apart, put it back together, problem solve it, fix it, the whole lot. Everything I've, I know, I've taught myself. Wow, that's, and again, we walk in the same shoes, but we all have the different journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's but you know, what it is, you know what it is, Eric? What I realized years ago, and I said to someone, I said, it's infinite curiosity that drives it. I just love to know how things work. Someone showed me, thought, oh, how's that work? You know, and just we'll put amazing amount of effort into figuring out how it works. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and again, I think that's, you know, um, past guests uh, trying to remember who said it. it's they all kind of blend in now because yeah, yeah I, i'm doing i'm doing this podcast and then the augie world podcast as well yeah. and so um but one of the big things i want to ask about you know what's a good trait what makes a great cad, CAD manager and somebody was like curiosity never stop yeah. being curious yeah. i mean i might have it written down here because i've actually highlighted all the things that were either 
um, things I associated with and connected with. Because what, what I was talking to you about is within your podcast, everybody's trying to figure out the ultimate um, perfect set of plans, as you say. Yeah, correct. And we're all still talking about <laughs> it after, after many, many years. I'm thinking, well, yeah. why are we still talking about it? Why haven't we got there yet? And I'm thinking, listening to your podcast, and think within all these comments from all these people are the truths. And if we can compile and put it together, we can find the answers to everything. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the reason, again, and I do that. I say the pursuit of the perfect set of plans. I don't say the perfect set of plans because yeah, obviously well, until just because of human nature, right? There's going to be always human error. Now, can we, if we put our best, our best CAD systems together, our best practices, we do the training, we do the go-bys, we do the templates. I believe we can get almost perfection. I know you have a different thought on that, but until we eliminate it, we're always going to have, and even then that's, that's just the, the resources, the training, you know, if, you know, you still got to deal with the people who just don't want to listen. You still yeah. got to, you got to still have. It's, it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy, Eric. I, yeah. I, 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 I injected something into my CAD manual about 2012. And I realized, because I watched a, a video from a, um, Holden, GMH Holden, which is a division of GM there in America. They developed a new car back in the early part of the 2000s, and they spent a billion dollars on it, the development of it, which was a you know, big, big, big thing. And they made this video, this little video of called the, the Billion Dollar Baby. Mm -hmm. I was watching it, and the CEO of Holden here in Australia was talking off and on as they were talking about the development of this car. And he said, anybody can buy technology. He was talking about robots and CAD and whatever else. He said, it's what you do with it makes the difference. And I thought, Correct. wow, that was a light bulb moment for me. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly it. Anybody can buy technology. Anybody can buy CAD software, computers, whatever. And then I started to think, well, it's a trilogy because you can buy the software and all the technology, but if you don't have good people to drive them, it's irrelevant. Yeah. So I've in my manual, I've now called the auto menu racing team where I've compared the CAD, CAD office mm -hmm. with a F1, F1 Formula One racing team. Yeah. Yeah. The car, all the software and hardware. Yeah. The drivers, the, the CAD technicians and designers, and the management controlling it. Yeah. If you take any one of those three trilogies out of the equation, the whole, the rest of it collapses. Yeah, you the can't, you the can't get it. off the it, block. You, you can't yeah, get off the, the block if one yeah, of it. Yeah, the value is the other part of it. Yeah. It's one of my, my many light bulb moments. Yeah, that's that's very important to know. And I've shown it to people and they've just gone, you can see the, the brain churning over and going, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but that's why it's the pursuit, right? Because again, and I know you can get perfection. I, I do believe it's achievable, but there's just so it many achievable factors. It's achievable because I've done it. Sorry, buddy. But yeah, I have done yeah. it and I could sh I'll show it to you. Yeah, for sure. We'll do a follow up on this because yeah, I, I want to yeah. just see the nuances of that. But yeah. anyway, that's why it's the pursuit, because we're always new yeah. software comes out, new workflows, yeah. new yeah. people. But once you have that framework in place, I call them frameworks. Um, yeah, you can you can. Again, it's all the pursuit because um, there's just so much. There's so many nuances, so many variables that get tossed in for the most part, yeah. which I think is why. Which is why I want again. One, it's just one of my opinions is why we still struggle with this because all those new variables, new technology, the people. You, you got to define like it, and I didn't realize what I was doing the night I sat down and started this auto menu. But those um, twelve original rules, which is now thirteen, 
have become the foundation. And I've tried to review them and looked at, at them over the years to see if I can change them or improve them. And I haven't been able to, I think. They yeah. work and they're simple. <laughs> Why change them, you know? Yeah, um, sure. Change them for what? Yeah. So it was quite interesting that even though when I, the night I sat down and started to do this, what I mean you, I thought, yeah, I know what I'm doing. and I, I know a lot and I'm going to um, document it and I'm going to make change the industry. I was naive because I learned more than I realized. And yeah, there was a time there after, after five years where I actually scrapped thousands of hours of work and went down a different path because I saw a different vision. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. I mean, but that's all part of it, right? I mean, that's even for myself, you know, and again, if you listen back to my, um, when I got back from my hiatus, right, was I actually went through a, <laughs> I guess I, I say identity crisis, but yeah, like, okay, I, I, so, I listened to very intensively to that yeah. um, podcast and really li listened to what you were saying. And, you know, and I, I associate with you. I understand what you're saying. It's, it's a tricky one. Yeah, for sure. But again, um, when I came back to it, cause again, I can do, I do lots of different stuff. And so that's where I came back to it. It's like, you know what? <laughs> My heart is really for the CAD community, the CAD community, yeah. the CAD professionals, yeah. those yeah. for us, you know, again, um, where do CAD professionals go to learn how to nowhere. be better? Nowhere. How do we that's learn to be CAD managers? Nowhere, no. right? No. And so that's where I'm. That's where. Well, that's just... one reason why everyone has a different experience. But yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, we have. I I don't I don't know why. I've thought about it a lot since I um, saw your podcast, and I'm thinking, why hasn't um, universities ever created a CAD managers course? Yeah. And I thought about it and thought about it. And I thought. They haven't created because they don't know how to create it. Correct. They don't know what to do. Correct. And they're not CAD managers. <laughs> yeah. They're CAD they're, professionals. Yeah. Which yeah, is they're, why. They're trying, to, they're trying to get a committee together to sort of, okay, let's make a cabinet course. And we go, well, we don't know what we're doing. We, we don't know anything about it. So what are we, it's so complex and so many moving parts and so many, there's the software, there's the process, there's the control, how to, how to deal with your CAD staff and, and, and mentor them in a way where they want to come on board and they want to go on the journey with you. It's all yeah. those things. It's, it's not easy. It's, it's, a, it's one of the most difficult jobs, but it's one of the most enjoyable jobs. I wouldn't try it for anything. Yeah. I think somebody said, I, I think it's one of the reviews for the podcast was they said that, you know, CAD management is probably one of the, it's a misunderstood profession position. It is. But, you know, because it's, it's not, it's not official. Yeah. It's not, it, there's no certificate that you're a CAD manager. Here's a yeah. piece of paper. It's just, a, it's just the world, um, life of hard knocks that makes you a good CAD manager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And people, people got to trust you. And this is probably why I've never got a really good CAD management job because I haven't stayed with anyone long enough to, for them to see who I am and see yeah. what I can do to say, hey, we trust you. Do our things for us. I, yeah. I did actually. That, that company where I started AutoMenu, I left there after a while I, and they dragged me back a couple of years later to get them over the line with um, Civil 3D. And um, I finally got my first official CAD management role only because I demanded it. And... Um, yeah, it's just it's a very unfortunate thing because it's it's needed. The industry needs it because how often do we see the stress from the engineering industry over these CAD issues? It's just yeah. one of the biggest the biggest bugbears of the industry, and then they constantly talk about it and they're constantly stressed by it and frustrated by it. We'll do something about it. Yeah, but at the same time, though, so again, that's why that's what actually I'm trying to develop. To be honest, mm. right? Is mm. I know. 
I'm this, here this, to support you, mate, whatever yeah, it takes. Well, thank okay? you. And again, you know, if you go to my LinkedIn, I have this little confessions coaching hour, you know, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little coaching gig. But again, yeah. it's just trying to help people like you or whoever wants to learn more. Again, do I know it all? No, but I am just like you did your with your 20,000 hours. I'm I'm in the background learning about leadership, teamwork. Um, yeah, so that's where again. I that's that's where I fall down. Um, that's the biggest part I fall down in that trilogy of technology, the drivers, and the management. Yeah. The the, the drivers and the management, I struggle with that because I'm so-called a spurious, you know, blah blah blah. I'm very intense, especially when I'm passionate. And the more I get passionate about something, the more intense I get. <laughs> and yeah. um, that intensity, and especially if frustration comes into the equation, that frustration comes out looks like anger in my face it's yeah, not anger yeah. it's just frustration but it's yeah. ultimately it's the intensity yeah I get i'm you. not really angry i'm not a, i'm a real gentle gentle giant but uh yeah. it's just you know i'm so passionate about it. come on you know yeah they were like whoa dude <laughs> calm down yeah. a little bit well i've, <laughs> I get I've it. Been, been given the nickname the sledgehammer yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes you have to be yeah. um so all right what are some challenges that you ran into as a cad professional and what actions have you taken to overcome those challenges? Oh, once again, it's just the auto menu system and that decision to do something about it and everything that's involved in that 20,000 hours, which hasn't come to anything at this stage, unfortunately. I don't give up hope. I, I, I don't intend on retiring. But um, yeah, I hope that one day someone will see and understand and give me that shot. And I'll show them something they, they don't understand and i'll blow them away because i work with people who i'm either loved or hated in my in in in, in the cat office some people hate me and they're the ones who want to stick in their own way and just do the thing and me standing over and saying come on do it do better do this what did this way and everything and they don't like it and then there's the ones who love that and they just gravitate to me like you know, like a sponge and they just you know i had one guy after a month of being there he just said i've learned more sitting next to you for a month than i have in the last 17 years because yeah, I'm, good. I'm more than happy to share my knowledge and a mentor, and yeah, you ask me a question, I'm not going to say go away ever. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good to have. So, in those challenges, is that more about that there wasn't defined workflows, effective workflows? Is that? Oh, mate, a lot of these companies I work for, and they're big companies, some of them global companies. Um, they don't have any workflows. They think they do, but they don't. They're doing what everybody else is doing, which is, you know blind leading the blind really um and this is a bit of a problem um you, there's a lot of resources online now for teaching yeah correct one of the one of the things i say be careful who you who your teacher is yeah because you're a novice you know that person who's looking to become a cad cad designer or um technician <coughs> excuse me they're a novice they don't know so they just have to believe that person who's teaching him but is that person who's teaching him, teaching him good stuff? Yes. Because this stuff is going to become habit. <laughs> yeah, that's why a lot of folks, that's why, to be honest, sometimes sometimes I would rather hire somebody with the right personality and less experience yeah. because mm. then I can train them. I can train them better habits. It's harder, and it's just human nature. It's harder to retrain somebody who has a lot of experience. Some of them will do it, but a lot of them just have already some embedded behaviors and things. Uh, it's, so it's, it's, it's harder to you know it's just harder I, I, to reprogram 
my realization is not everybody can be a CAD designer because it has you need that visual ability in the head. Um, it's yeah. all about the Myers Briggs test and all these right brain, left brain type of stuff. But I, in 2012, my sister's old son came to me and said, "Look, I'm I'm a forklift driver and I'm 23. I can see there's no future in forklift driving. Could you teach me CAD so I can become a, a CAD draftsman?" I said, "You, I can." And I meant he, he had the right mind, he had the right mindset, the right attitude. I use my auto menu system because within my auto menu system is not just a system, it's tutorial of how to teach the system and how to teach CAD as well. And I use this system to teach him in less than a hundred hours. I took him from nothing to getting him in this into this company that I worked in 2005, which was the most advanced engineering company I've ever worked for. And he's there to this day. Wow. Two and a half weeks flat. <laughs> That's well two things i think two things was the pairing of the right person right personality right mindset work ethic yeah. and then a good teacher obviously well i've done it twice since with two people and i've refused three other people and i've refused the three other people because they weren't the right mindset they didn't have the right attitude they didn't have the right um, acumen as you call it for yeah. the job yeah it's just it's if it, if you're not if you haven't got that ability it's a stressful job if you don't really love that stuff instant stuff have that a bit natural ability it's yeah. a hard job and it's a very stressful job to deal with yeah well and also with that too is you had i think you have to have the ability to grow thick skin because every day you're judged on your product through yep. red through red lines through comments and so mm. it's definitely if you're perfect it's good to be a perfectionist but you just can't be a perfectionist with what feelings because <laughs> at some point and that's hard, right? Because we want to be it perfect. Is. We want to yeah. do a good job. And then when somebody comes back with red lines and says, uh, I need you to do this, this, and this, or this doesn't look good or this, you're like, what? I mean, but, mm. you know, again, that's where I that's develop. A whole, that's, that's a whole, whole other other po- <laughs> that's that's a whole another, podcast. Whole conversation, mate. <laughs> Correct. For sure. Um, what is one thing you wish you knew earlier on in your career that, that, that you wish you knew earlier on in your career that you know now? Um, that could be a big question and a big answer, but I'll keep it simple by saying everything I know now and everything I didn't know then. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's the truth of it all. Um, yeah. you, know, you want to get into the semantics and detail of all, but you go on for hours. Yeah. Is uh, there something I'm there? Very, I mean, out, of, out of all that, is there one thing that sticks out like, that maybe was pivotal that you know now. Yeah, that moment with the boss said, what do you know? It changed everything. Because up until then, I was like the rest of them. I was just sort of blindly battling along, trying to understand this process and these systems and like that. And with that thought, with that comment and the, the following thought of, actually, I think I know a lot. And I went home that night and started to do something about it. That was a pivotal moment in my career. It hasn't really yielded a lot, but as far as for me personally, it's yielded everything because um, the only problem I have with CAD system now is nothing I'm doing or struggling with the CAD process myself. It's the chaos that other people are creating, which I have to constantly address and fix. And for seven years now, for seven years now, um, every job I've worked on, and some have been multi-billion-dollar infrastructure projects. I've unfortunately as a contract to come into them, every one of them after they started and after they were in trouble. Yeah. And I've had to come in there and fight like hell with them and not fight verbally, yeah. but fight to bring it back to life and, and bring it back from that 
oblivion of chaos. I have, I have a saying in the chaos versus control. If you're not creating control, which engineering is about control, good control is good engineering. If it's not about control, then you're creating chaos. There's no middle road. You're either creating control or you're creating chaos. Which one is it? Yeah. One, so one thing that I think, um, I guess maybe it's, it's from an outsider's perspective. Um, I know you, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes in your comments, you downplay what you've been able to do throughout your career, right? You're like, okay, I put all this 20,000 hours in, hasn't led to much. Well, dude, you've had a longevity in your career and you keep on working. <laughs> and you keep you found a way to make the way you do work streamlined, effective, and almost predictable. You create a system to create a predictable deliverable, a predictable mm. outcome. So to me, what that is, I think that's success in itself. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I, within myself, I'm very um, proud of what I've done. Yeah, it's just a shame that I, um, I, I feel as I'm, I've gotten older now and I've reached my 60s, I've realized that, you know, I don't want this knowledge to die with me. You know, I want yeah. to, I'm, I'm at a point now where it's almost like, please let me give it to you. You know, trust me enough to, for me to give you 20,000 hours of my personal life for the benefit of your company, please, because I don't want this to be lost in time and my life to be, in that sense to be a waste. Yeah, which I, which I appreciate. I can feel your heart because I have something similar with kind of what the journey I'm going on as well is, you know, it's not a selfish. I want people to remember me, <laughs> but I want to leave a legacy. I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. this in my own personal life with yeah. our family. So, you know, our last yeah. name is Delion. There's yeah. pride that comes with being a Delion in that it's not that we're arrogant and that we want to be known for anything is that. I know that I've been called to something bigger in that I want to make sure that, again, it's not, it's that famous, I think Maya Angelou quote, is that it's not people remember how, what I said, it's I want people to remember how I made them feel. And yeah. I want our family, right, my, my wife and my kids, even our dog and our cat, yeah. you know, we're going to be positive contributors to the community. Right. We're going to well, give it we're going to give it our all when we say we do something, we're going to do it. We're yeah. going to, you know, we're going to show the light, you know, uh, where, you know, we're Christians. So we want to show the light and love of God to others, um, mm. you know, and things like that. It's not about, again, not being egotistic that we're going to be. No, it's not. Ego. See, there's a lot of problems, um, Eric. A lot of people misconstrue passion for ego. And intensity for anger and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's none of those things. I care, you care, yeah. and that's good because trust me, mate, I, I got to a point in my life in my mid-40s and I went through my typical midlife crisis where I stopped caring. You don't want to be there, I can tell you right now. Yeah. And I turned myself around, thank God. Um, I turned myself around and, and came out of it better than ever before and um, one of my great times of my life. Um, but yeah, I'd prefer to care to death than not care at all. Yeah, for sure. I de definitely don't want to carry that cross of not yeah. being one to care. So, uh, well, life's an amazing journey, mate. And why do you want to um, cheapen it by not 
caring about anything and just not doing anything with it. Do everything yeah. you can. Yeah, you know, this is why you 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 like um, Gary V and um, we like people like that because they're you know they're. They 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 fire us up and and refire us up when we're when we're, the pressures of everything is getting us down. They refire us up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think I know this question just by the yeah. things you've by the yeah. things you've answered. Yeah. But what would you consider to be your CAD superpower? Oh yeah, what do you think it is? I think it's your abil your your ability due to your personality and who you are, right? Your is your ability to look at complex complex situations workflows and being able to create a framework and articulate some best practices best ways to do things best approaches um that's what i would consider what again well, that's a very, you that's showing really, me that's, everything i think that's very perceptive of you of you that's amazing um that is really good um Although I think I've got a lot of skill um, superpowers when it comes to CAD, um, my adaptability, like I said, and my, uh, my, my, even my intensity is a superpower because that's what drives me. But what you're saying there is the number one one. I, all those things and all this R&D, I can finally see the big picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it's not as complex as people think it is and it, people it make isn't. it to be. <laughs> it's agree. actually a lot more simple than you realize. And it's simple because I can teach it in a week and a half, two and a half weeks, sorry. Yeah. It's got to be simple if I can teach it in two and a half weeks. Because when I teach CAD, I don't teach pushes button, pushes button, pushes button. I teach the philosophy of CAD. And I tell my students, say, don't try and sit there and memorize every button I'm telling you to do because that's something you have to do, go home and practice. Yeah. Just listen to my story. I'm telling you a story. I'm telling you the CAD story of how CAD works and how AutoCAD works and everything. Just listen to the story. And once I finish the story, you'll understand the story and you'll better go home and do all the practice you want and have full confidence of knowing what you're doing. Yeah, that's where I think. So that's where I, one of my superpowers, I think I just, I'm a people person. And, yeah. I, and I like to say one of my superpowers is I'm a servant leader. Yeah, I know you are. I yeah, know so, you are. So once once you're a part of my inner circle, yeah. I, I will, I will fight. I will, you know, I will fight for you. Mm. Um, and you can ask anybody who's in a, well, anybody who's really you're very loyal. Yeah, I can be, I can be. And I, it's just yeah, my maybe, wife's, my wife's like that. She's just once, once she loves you and she's, you know, trusts you, everything it's just, she'd die for you sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I want to make sure you succeed and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's just so what I was getting at was I I think there's a part of um, you know like what you said, right? CAD is CAD. You can teach them all that. It's really the the fundamentals really hasn't changed a whole lot if, if at all, right? It's we're still you're drawing okay. stuff. Here's, here's one of the great revelations on my first tutorial page, tutorial yeah. number one. Yeah. CAD, AutoCAD is fundamentally still commands and systems variables. Correct. All these buttons and interfaces and palettes, everything, they're all just accessing either a command or a system variable still to this day. There's nothing yeah. more. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I think the CAD is the easy part because it does what we tell it to do. <laughs> if, if you're not telling it to do it right or do it well, in the right I think way. That's why, <laughs> yeah, I think that's right? why CAD is number one in the world because you command it 
you say, c c give me a line, and it says, what sort of line do you want? And it, you know, and it gives you an options, and you do that process, then it, the command line's sitting there waiting for you to command it again, and you, you command it again. So you're talking to it. Yeah. The other software programs like Bentley and everything don't really act like that. They can. I mean, I, I'm dual platform. So, yeah, well, uh, I am too, but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. to me, AutoCAD eats the rest of them for breakfast. Yeah. yeah well, I guess that's, that's another uh, podcast uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're, all another, they're all another podcast episode. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, I could definitely see, you know, those different things as your superpowers. So again, yeah. um, I think, I think. The big Most picture is probably my ultimate number one superpower is that I see yeah. the whole picture of how everything connects and how to join and how to control it to make it come together. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, what are one or two CAD commandments? And again, I think you've talked a lot about this again, but maybe just pare down one or two main yeah. ones that you live by. Again, two, one or two CAD commandments that you live by without fail. Um, the two ones I live by without fail, yeah. uh, I've already said. AutoCAD is ultimately commands and system variables, and anything is possible with AutoCAD. Because right, right. you've seen my work. I have. Uh, there's nothing I can't draft or draw or model with AutoCAD. Yeah, fair enough. What trait do you think someone needs to have to be a great CAD manager? Yeah, what I don't have probably, and that's that. Not like unlike you, where you're very personable and you know, I can see people would gravitate towards you. My big six foot seven personality and big energy and big voice, um, it gets under people's skin and freaks them out. Um, I don't have that. And so therefore, if you've got that ability like you've got, if you could, if I could download all my knowledge to you that I've learned, plus your stuff, you'd be the best cat management in the world probably because you've got the part that I don't have, and that's that ability to interact with people well. But I say that, and I, you know, it sounds like I'm putting myself down, but the reality is I've had people I've worked with who've absolutely, I've actually gobsmacked and they've loved me, and they've loved working with me and they've said so. Uh, but then of course, I've got more people who can't stand working with me. Yeah. I think that's and I'll be honest, you know, yeah. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, if anybody wants to take me on, understand that I need to build my team of people around me who are my type of people who, and that's the team, that's that F1 racing team, you know, that auto menu racing team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's one of, that's, and again, that's why I do what I do. Um, and the things that I'm developing as well on the side is because there's nowhere for a CAD professional to learn some of that. Again, some of it's general people skills, but how to manage a team, how to, uh, it's, you know. It is it, quite paramount. Like I said, with yeah. the trilogy, if you leave that out of it, that, that being able to deal with your, your, yeah. your staff and your management, the rest is, you know, the technology doesn't mean anything. Right. And so, yeah. But again, that's where, but when it comes to the flavor or the, the perspective of CAD, again, that's where I'm just, like you said, just trying to give back where I can. Yeah, well, you're, good, you're at a good age, Eric. Um, that's when I really started down my serious journey of uh, the auto menu in 2003. Um, and I thought I knew what I was talking about back then, but whoa. <laughs> it's it's a journey. Every day I'm learning something new. Yeah, right? well, you, that's, that's the thing is, I said, if you think you know it all, sorry, you've stopped learning. Correct. Because there's no one in this world, including myself or anybody, who knows it all. Yeah, correct.
what current technology or trend are you the most excited about right now? Oh, once again, with my passion, mate, everything. But um, I love I love work from home. I love the cloud. I love um, point cloud technology. Yeah. I think that's just perfect. I can work with that so easy to look through that point cloud and just pick that point you want to snap to. And just, <laughs> yep, that's the one I want. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, um, it's, I love it. Um, but I'm learning Fusion 360 at the moment because I'm into custom cars and um, I'm actually developing car products and custom car products. I want to get a huge range for my retirement so they can yeah. just making money in the background there and selling yeah. product online. <laughs> 3D printing, can you see that? 3D yeah, I see that. That's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, it, I can't really say which is my favorite. Once again, several of my favorite, you know, um, yeah. I'm not a one person type of thing. I, I see the big picture. I'm the big picture guy. And you can't say, what do you like the most? Because I'll say, well, those three things. Yeah, that's good. Those are good. For myself, I'll just share something. I'm really excited about AI um, yeah. and what that's doing. I know, I know there's everybody's freaking out. Oh, it's going to take my job. And the, obviously, there's there's some of that. But again, mm -hmm. I, I still think of it's going to take the jobs of those that don't embrace <laughs> don't embrace it because it's It'll really going like... to make it's going to be like no different like the Internet. Right. When the Internet came mm -hmm. out in the mid 90s. Right. Where farthing came mainstream. You know, everybody's always been the same, out. Eric. When the yeah. calculator came out, everyone freaked out because it was going to take away the mathematician's job and you yeah. know, so on. It's, the calculator, the typewriter. Human, <laughs> the human race will absorb it and then integrate it into their lives and, and take benefit off from it. And um, yeah, it, it's it'll be what it is. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Talk people talk about the scary stuff, but I don't know whether that'll happen or not. Nobody does. But um, yeah, I can't yeah. else. The bad people. I'm actually. Using it. I love it because. Um, my auto menu, I've got some, I've had this list of list programs I've wanted to write for years. And whilst yeah. I can write basic lift, I can't write complex list, lisp. Yeah. And I've had these tools I've wanted to create, lisp tools I wanted to create for years. I'm now trying to get um, chat G G GPT um, to do it for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean. It sort of writes in about two seconds and that would take me three weeks to write that. And that's what I love about it. It's, it's like, it, all it is, it's really an accelerator. Yeah. to ideas, to creation and other things. And so um, it, it's about efficiency. It's taking the load off you to do what you want to do without having to do the hard yards. Yeah. Yeah. It does the heavy lifting for you and at least gets yeah. you 80% there and you tweak it and make yeah. it your own. And I see, yeah. I see nothing wrong with it. I know yeah. others are like, Oh my gosh, that's AI content. Well, who, at the end of the day, is this piece of content, whatever it is, is it providing value to you? Yes. All right, then you got you were able to get an answer or so, some kind of uh, solution to your problem. I think it's a win win. <laughs> but look, again, people look at it in different lenses. So. Well, of course um, they do, because like Gary Vee and Tony Robin people and all those Zieglers and everything talk about fear is your greatest enemy. And something I learned when I went through my so-called midlife crisis, you know, that I'd allowed my life to get to me in my head and I was you know, closed off and, you know, the yeah. whole thing. Um, yeah, fear is a killer, mate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's why, you know, no matter what I do, I always try to have a smile on my face and being positive. Yeah, no. And yeah, I let no, other yeah. people bring You look like a happy in. man. You do, I'm seeing you in your podcast and, and yeah. talking to you you, you. you seem like a happy man, which is good. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, 
I'm very grateful. I have I have a crazy story, but that, again, that's another podcast. But well, once yeah. again, that's what they talk about the Robins and Zieglers. Um, they talk about be grateful. Yeah. End of the day, I got nothing to. I I have a I have a I have a house. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. food. I have a yeah. beautiful family. Everybody's uh, healthy. And everything on top of that is a bonus. After that. Correct, man. I, man, I'm a yeah. husband, father first. And the yeah. rest just falls yeah. into place. <laughs> yeah. um, what are your thoughts on the future of CAD? Well, I certainly hope that um, AI doesn't take it over. I certainly don't think it will. I think um, it, you know, it's hard to imagine how intelligent AI can get. Um, nobody can really imagine it. Um, but I certainly hope it doesn't. I think it won't because oh, this is, this, to me, the technical side and the, the, this just the knowledge and mm, I don't believe it will. I think it's, but then again, I might be hundred percent wrong. It, yeah. You know, it depends on whether AI is really alive and real intelligence, or is it still artificial intelligence? You know, it's just manufactured intelligence. Correct. If, yeah. it's, if it's somehow they get to a point where the technology is actually really alive somehow, which is another talk, not another conversation. I don't believe it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the human the human brain. We might have our um, weaknesses being human, but we also have strengths that no other species on this planet has ever had. Yeah, and you can't yeah. you can't dis- you can't diminish that. Correct, correct. Uh, that's a good answer. Um, where can the CAD Manager Confessions audience follow you in your journey? Well, thanks to you. And thanks to finding you and being inspired by you, um, I've registered cadmanagers.com.au. Okay. I'm going to start my own little journey there, and I'm going to start nice. downloading all my knowledge and experience into, you know, into lessons and formats and everything, so people can learn what I've learned, and they can take it or leave it. That's that's everyone's right. Yeah. But I'm going to put my version out there and see what happens. And that's cadmanager.au? Yeah, cadmanager.com.au. Okay, nice. Well, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. I'm hoping to get the, I'm hoping my, my, my wife um, and I've done some web building, but my wife's been a good web builder over the years. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to get it some, the foundation of it up within the month. Our first yeah. lessons, which are going to be free, just so nice. people can get an insight to what, how I think and the way I see things. Yeah. Right and on. then they can decide whether they want to follow that journey or not. Yeah. Hey, that's, Got to put it out there and let the market the, the market decides. Is that yeah, is the that market will decide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and of course, um, you can find you on LinkedIn as well, correct? Yes, of course. All right. Well, before we say goodbye, any parting advice or thoughts to the CAD community? Maybe give up. Stay resilient because it requires a lot of resilience, this job. It can be when the chaos is raining down it can be like a real stressful situation you can think oh i'm just sick of this i want to be out of here but don't give up people like you and me and so many other people are trying to fix those problems we'll get there we certainly hope we get there um i believe we'll get there but we just got to find that right ear and once they get that right ear and and proof in the pudding people will see that's the truth and it will change everything We'll be like our own AI, AI, mate. Yes. Well, well said. Uh, Thank you, Adam, uh, for being a part of the podcast. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. And, And for those listening to this episode, thank you for pressing play.
Yep. See you, buddy. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you found the things we talked about today valuable, I would be honored if you would subscribe and or leave a review. Until next time, continue to challenge the status quo, be the leader you wish you had, don't be afraid to step into your greatness, and good luck in your pursuit for the perfect set of plans.